I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. There was no fanfare today to mark the ninth anniversary of the start of the Iraq War. That conflict officially ended for the U.S. late last year, when the last American soldiers left Iraq. But there was a brutal reminder today of the ongoing dangers there. A series of apparently coordinated explosions shook eight Iraqi cities, killing more than 45 people. From Baghdad to Fallujah to Kirkuk, rescuers scrambled to help the many wounded after the blasts. The bombings came at a delicate moment for the Iraqi government. It's getting ready to host an Arab League summit next week for the first time in decades. And Iraqi leaders are eager to show that they can provide adequate security now that U.S. troops are no longer in the country. Reporter Sahar Issa of the McClatchy News Service is in Baghdad now. Sahar, we're seeing this wave of bombings in eight different cities. Who's being targeted and why? Generally, security forces are being targeted, but some of these attacks just took place in the middle of nowhere, in main thoroughfares, in small streets, uh, seemingly to target no one but civilians. And the message behind the attacks, especially right now, as we said, just one week before an Arab League summit is scheduled to take place in Baghdad, is what? The obvious message would be to undermine uh, the Iraqi government's ability to provide security for the summit as it cannot actually provide security for the Iraqi people. But uh, there are uh, very many uh, political behind-the-scene factors as well. Behind-the-scene factors, and I wonder if one of them is the fact that today is the ninth anniversary of the U.S. invasion of Iraq. That could very well be it, Lisa, yes. And I think that insurgents want to remind people that although nine years have passed, Everything in Iraqi politics today stemmed from an occupation of the country. The fact that the explosions are continuing now in such large numbers, what's the potential that this will derail the Arab League summit next week? The Iraqi government has taken this into consideration, I believe, because they have given two days holiday. And there is a high possibility, in fact, it is expected that a curfew will be announced. In which case, uh, if people want to uh, arrange uh, bombings and things, of course, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, But uh, I don't believe it will be derailed. I believe that the summit will take place. The Iraqi government looks to the summit to give it legitimacy in the Arab world. I doubt very much that it is going to let this opportunity slip between its fingers. Even if it has to embrace this opportunity and hold the summit against a backdrop of bombings? They will want to keep it. It remains for the guests to decide whether they want to come to the site of bombings or not. Thank you for speaking with us, reporter Sahar Issa of the McClatchy News Service in Baghdad, talking to us about the wave of bombings across Iraq today on the verge of next week's Arab League summit in the Iraqi capital. Nice to speak with you. You are most welcome. The bombings today also reached deep into northern Iraq. Two car bombs hit a police station in the northern city of Kirkuk. There was another attack in Mosul. The BBC's Rami Rahim is in Erbil, also in northern Iraq. The entire country almost has been targeted, with one single exception, which is the semi-autonomous region of 
Iraqi Kurdistan. Now that region is in the north of the country and it's been enjoying its autonomy for, for a while. It's had its own security forces even while Saddam was still in power. This was enforced by a no-fly zone so Saddam could not come in here and this meant that they had time to build their security forces and they had time to build a stable region in, in Iraq. Now there are certain parts of northern Iraq which do not lie within this semi-autonomous region, uh, namely Kirkuk and Mosul, which did suffer from this latest wave of attacks. So while there are concerns about what will happen in terms of security and safety throughout much of Iraq as the Americans have left, what about in northern Iraq? Is it a concern there as well? Not really at the moment, it's not. The concern is is more in, in Iraq itself, especially in Baghdad, which is supposed to host this very important meeting. Iraq has very high hopes for this meeting. It wants to to showcase supposedly the, the stability, the newfound stability of Iraq, and it wants to say to the world, we're back on the, on the regional stage and on the international stage, and we can host really big international events in Baghdad. But here in, in the semi-autonomous region of Kurdistan, things are quite uh, stable, at least on the security side. Politically, there's a lot of tension between Erbil and Baghdad, between the regional government here and the central government in Baghdad. Uh, and that's, um, that's about how to share the oil wealth, for example, and uh, other legislative issues. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, the BBC's Rami Rahim in Erbil in northern Iraq. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you.